Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hey, parents, thanks for joining us. This month, we are talking about siblings being best friends. Okay, this is a critical, critical component of building an awesome family. And yet most parents don't even think it's possible. They don't even know what it is sometimes. But it's so important. And why? Because we like having family parties where everyone gets along. Well, that's true. We do. When we get our kids together, we have an absolute blast and everyone gets along really well. But that's not why it's important. We want our kids to be all they can be. We want them to be filled with hope and love and confidence. We want them to step into all that God has for them. Well, guess what? Sibling relationships are so influential in the development of our children. These relationships can be helpful in our child's development or hurtful, sometimes very hurtful. The impact of these relationships goes through childhood all the way into adulthood. In our podcast today, we're going to take one sibling relationship in our family, our two oldest boys, Michael and Maddox, and show you the helpful and the hurtful sides of what I'm talking about. Their relationship was hurtful to Maddox in his younger years as Michael rejected him, but we continued to fight with, for it with Michael over many years, and then Michael has turned and embraced his little brother, and now the relationship has been oh so helpful in helping Maddox become a much more confident kid. Michael's totally flipped the relationship, and he's helped Maddox to flip his thinking in a lot of areas through that relationship. Okay, so let's bring Michael and Maddox into the conversation. So, Michael, let's start with you. Tell us about your first recollections of your relationship with Maddox. Before you can remember, I'm going to say first that, you know, you were this favored child. You had four older sisters that adored you and five women in the house that adored you. And here comes this new baby. And so it wasn't a very good transition at first before you even remember that. But tell us about when you remember your first relationship or your first time you remember the relationship with Maddox. <clears throat> yeah, I think, man, taking me way back. How old were you? Man, I don't know how old I was, but I remember one of like the first memories i remember of maddox this is not going to make me sound very good as whenever we were playing <laughs> don't worry it'll get better at the end <laughs> oh yeah whenever we were playing baseball outside which we would do all the time and i mean i was the big brother i like to win i'm competitive and something happened maddox got me out or something in baseball um and i remember like chasing him back in the house with this yellow wiffle bat like ready to throw it at him like <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of the first earliest memories I can remember of Maddox and I like not getting along at all. <laughs> so Maddox, you know, as you're entering, maybe entering grade school and you're in grade school, let's say. So Michael's a little bit, he's three and a half years older than you. Uh, what do you remember about your relationship with Michael at that time? So uh, lower school? Yeah, right yeah around, grade school. Yeah. Um, my relationship with Michael was, I'd say it was just difficult, you know, just because, I mean, he was older and he was a lot older and he had his own, like, people, he had his own friends. 
And so I was, I really was like the annoying little brother. Why were you could, annoying? I can see myself as annoying because like, I don't know, I just wasn't funny or I wasn't um, interested. I don't know if I was, wasn't interesting. I was just a little kid, you know? And so for, um, we have a four year difference between us. And so um, that's a big ju- jump from like eight to 12, you know, or something like that. And so even just me being a kid and he's entering into being a teenager. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So, and you had McCade underneath you, but you know, so you were an annoying little kid, but how did you, uh, how did that make you feel? And what did Michael do? Did he, did he, um, reject you, tell you to get out of your room? I mean, how did it manifest itself? Right. It was really with, um, his friends. And so like, if he had friends coming over, I just knew to like stay away or knew to like not be with him, which, um, I just hung out with Kate. And so like, I found ways to get around it, but it was still like this. My older brother doesn't really like me or my older brother doesn't really, uh, want to hang out with me, which is, oh, like, I, I get that, you know, like I was, I was annoying. And so, um, but yeah, it was mainly just whenever friends come over or he'd like be off with his friends and I just wouldn't understand. So well, and distance. so Michael, as we pursued that with you, what would you say your parents' counsel was as you're going through this maybe uh, late grade school, middle school time and you've got this annoying little brother and what was what was our counsel to you as you were going through that? I remember a lot of times <clears throat> of like y'all really preaching that siblings are best friends um and like time after time it's just like be careful one day he's going to be your best friend or be careful one day he's going to be old enough to or he's going to be big enough to beat you up or whatever and like that's like so hard to see and he's still not um, <laughs> close <laughs> but like it really was just like a like that constant um i mean like preaching but like inviting us but you into weren't something. buying into it and so why? What were your thought processes? Take the parents into what your thought processes are as a, you know, it's a sixth grader, seventh grader, eighth grader with this self, self uh, projected annoying little brother here. Uh, what are your thoughts? And your parents are telling you, hey, you got to be best friends. You're going to you need to pursue this relationship. Right. And so my thoughts and <clears throat> when I was in middle school, he was in lower school was like, we just didn't have a lot of like interactions together at the house. Like we didn't do life together. That's like a big jump, like he was saying. Um, and so my thought process was like very similar to how middle schoolers probably see lower schoolers and how high school see middle schoolers in the first place. It's like, oh, they're just annoying. They don't have anything like worth giving essentially. Um, but it wasn't until Maddox got into high school, whenever we started doing life together, um, was when everything started clicking, we started being in the same proximity and stuff like that made it a lot. And so one of the things we were seeing as parents, parents, as we talk about this is we were seeing the impact of Maddox and Maddox, you may not even remember this, but we were seeing the impact of, of just the rejection of Michael and really uh, more so for Maddox than McCade because Maddox, McCade, there's probably, there's what a six year difference there or something like that with McCade versus three or four with you guys. But just seeing how Maddox would, how you would feel rejected and you would, uh, you know, Michael doesn't like me. And, and you know, they're very also, I should note that they're also very different in personality. M- Michael is kind of an introvert, a quietly confident. Maddox, a little bit more extroverted and, and really more of a, a, of a perfectionist in the way he does things. And so when Michael rejected him, it really, Maddox, Maddox is mo- also more of a feeler, a little bit more of a... Um, 
a little bit more emotional and sensitive, if you will. And so when Michael rejected that, hey, get out of my room or, hey, I don't want to play with you or, you know, you guys are being annoying or whatever it was. Can you remember even, Maddox, how that made you feel at that time? Yeah, um, it, it affected my confidence in a lot of ways of just um, like y'all did a great job of speaking life into me. Um, and, and so did the school and where I was raised, just a great job. But like there was a voice of like doubt that I already had and I was already strong. And so whenever Michael would maybe say something that wasn't, I don't know, he was just being a middle schooler or something like that and just maybe not taking in me or like what I have to say or what I have to think. And so he'd be maybe a little bit too harsh, but I'd like take that to the next level and I'd just take it in and absorb it. And so if he um, said anything, I just like thought about it because he's, he's my older brother. And so like right. everything he says has a, like a different ring to it, has a more value of on my life and over time I kind of just like if it wasn't good I kind of just like tuned it out because um it was since there's such a difference and such a gap and as you were saying we just like almost didn't even talk or like hang out at all and so I kind of just um put distance between us and his statements or whatever yeah. go ahead Michael and there was something that y'all did a lot mom and dad of saying like y'all don't like like you tell me all the time like michael you don't know how much your words really mm -hmm. mean yeah and like that was not something that i really knew <clears throat> but like that's something that very regularly you would say to us of like hey especially as the older brother your words carry a lot of weight so use them wisely yeah one of the things that i said to you a lot was other than mom and dad you're going to have the most influence right. in the life yeah. of maddox than any other person so it's your choice what you're going to do to to deal with it yeah. and so and even then parents i want you to see that like even though we were preaching that and and you know like i said in the beginning in the introduction a lot of parents don't even know to do that it's something that's a real hallmark of our parenting training uh but even though we were preaching it michael wasn't taking it and so and that, that's what i want to dig into a little bit of when you're going through that stage and we're about to talk about the breakthrough here in a minute but because it, it will break through parents if you stay with it. We've seen it happen over and over again. Yeah. But during that time period, why wasn't it seeking, sinking in? Can you can you picture back to why you were going, really resisting, even though we were telling you that, you weren't buying it? Yeah, I was not buying it. And I think that it really goes back to, like, I didn't love the Lord, and I didn't have, um, like, my own personal relationship with the Lord. And so... I mean, if anyone was trying to speak into my life, if they weren't encouraging me, then I was like tuning it out. If it wasn't about you. And right, if it wasn't about me or helping me or something like that, it was just like, okay, this is not, like it was a very self-centered lifestyle that I lived before. Like I really had a relationship with Jesus. Um, that was probably one of the main reasons that it didn't stick. Because right when I had my relationship is when things started flipping. Right, and then it does flip and it does break through. And so... Tell us what happened, Michael, from your standpoint, when you decided, oh, wow, maybe I should, maybe this kid, this annoying little brother, uh, and, and it was also happening with McKay, too, but right now we're just focused on the two of you. Um, what was the breakthrough? I think, like, to name, like, a time and place, the breakthrough was going into your eighth grade freshman year going into whenever we went to a Dominican Republic. Yeah, that was the summer. Yeah, that, that, wow. That was Just a, a year ago. Yeah, past summer. Um, and me, Mom, Maddox, McCade went on a trip to Dominican Republic um, on a mission trip. And, like, that's when everything started, like, clicking a little more. Maddox was coming into high school. Um, 
you've been coming to hub for a little bit we got to go to like our church group our youth group on wednesday nights <clears throat> but i think that like the main thing was that and i was pursuing the lord and then i was trying to follow jesus and i noticed like the example mckenzie set for me and how she pursued me through everything and i was like okay i have that's what i get to do with my little brother and thank god that maddox was easier to pursue than i was <laughs> to pursue because i was really hard to pursue um but yeah and so Maddox, when did you feel like it started breaking for you when Michael started to accept you? Was it, I think it was, might even been before that, that kind of year when you start going to hub, everything, and then it kind of had a big breakthrough at the Dominican trip a year ago. But, and, and what did, what was happening in your world? Yeah. So, um, moving upstairs, like we were in the same level and doing our own thing was something where I was like, I'm literally closer to my older brother. Like I'm like, we're actually, yeah, proximity. I literally you were, have to go you through downstairs. his room. I have to go through his room to get to my room. Right. So we kind of just got to have more circuit like got like it's almost like you were there again you know it's like because he was in football all the time you know and then you had hub so there's just a lot of um you were you were gone a lot and so it's like we were there together and then but honestly inviting me to hub like that first invite. and hub is our youth group mm -hmm. at our at our church yeah inviting me to the the youth group and i was just like I, I liked that like I wanted to be in that and so the fact that you just invited me and I was like all right let's go and then we just went from there and I got to see um uh, like m actual Michael Michael that loves Jesus I got to see him on a daily weekly basis mm -hmm. of who he really is and so fast forward to now um we were talking about how the the, the relationship with the siblings can be hurtful now and and we saw that we and we kept preaching to you Michael hey, part of the reason Maddox is struggling with his confidence is because of the impact you're having in his life. Would you, and, and parents, what we find with kids, and I, Michael, I want you to speak to this before I go to the, to the helpful part, is did you want to hurt your little brother? When you were going through all that, I mean, I know he was annoying and all that, but I'm going to put some words in your mouth because I don't believe, and I want you to confirm or deny, but I mean, did... I don't think you really wanted to hurt your little brothers. You just didn't want them in your life. Isn't that right? Yeah, I would say that I just didn't know. I didn't know the impact my words had. I didn't know. Um, I didn't believe that my words could have an like, effect on his confidence because like, we are very different people than um, I am on more of the confident side. And so for me to like relate, and Max is really good at relating with people and like feeling other people and I'm not good at that. <laughs> and so for me to be like, my words mean something to him, like there's no way. So I think it was really more just ignorance. Yeah, and so parents, but what I want you to hear out of that is that uh, usually the older sibling does not want to hurt the younger sibling. Right. They just don't believe in it. Um, and, and so part of it is, is selling them on that to convince them that yes, it is powerful. In this case, it took till you're a junior in high school to do it. But then once that happens, so you guys have spent the last year, you know, and then maybe even a couple of years together in the room because uh, Mackenzie, the daughter right above Michael, moved went to college, and that's when the room shift changed for you to go upstairs a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Tell us about how that's in, that relationship has now impacted your life in a helpful way. Yeah. Um... Yeah, the influence of my older brother is a massive, like it's a massive change. And um, the first thing we did was we get to what's called student leadership, which was where really like you learn, again in our youth group at yeah, our church. Yeah, you learn how to become a leader. And so um, 
Michael is like a he's a leader. That's who he is. And so we got to I got to see him lead. I got to see him lead, but also like there's daily times where like he got to talk to me and invest in me and we got to have godly conversations and um just seeing the life change that happened in his life of um not liking jesus to liking jesus um and then he's just consistently spoke confidence and boldness um that was obviously from jesus but he just spoke it in me and then got to live it out like i got to live it out um through student leadership yeah and so michael what have you seen over this last couple of years when you when you looked at Maddox a couple of years ago versus the Maddox you see today, uh, one, when he started, all of a sudden you kind of started saying, hey, this is kind of a cool kid after all. But what have you seen? How have you seen him grow in his relationship with the Lord and, and his own confidence? Yeah, I think that is the biggest thing is his confidence has grown. Um, and his heart for others has it's it's probably already always been there, but I've just like really noticed it and really seen it. Um, over the past year of just like being heartbroken um, for people and like just like really having the father's heart towards people but in another way like his confidence of man like getting to speak in front of people and being able to like lead our group and lead our small group and stuff like that yeah Yeah. and really like walking out in authority and like declaring scripture with authority and knowing that the power is within him like Maddox is one of the wisest people that I know because of like his quiet time like challenges me every single morning and so like i could go on there's so many areas that i've seen him grow really in the past 18 months like crazy well and i would comment on that too to say maddox um when you know years ago we were we saw him struggling with his confidence and struggling with his um you know interactions with people and and really just kind of maybe being in a shell a little bit even though uh, we saw greater things for it. And, and I believe that, um, you know, I hope that maybe mom and dad had some influence too, but I believe also that there's, you know, that y'all's relationship is really, it's it's paralleled. I mean, so as you guys have been connected, then all of a sudden, you know, if you draw that graph of your relationship going up, as that's happened, his confidence and he's blossomed mm-hmm. during that time as well. So yeah. um, I think it's amazing. Parents, you know, that's why we keep commenting on the those sibling relationships are, are so key. We've seen a hurtful and a helpful side of that. Let's finish with this. Um, what advice would you give parents? So if we've got, you know, just think about you've got parents sitting in your audience right now, and they, they would much rather hear it from you guys than from me. Uh, but what advice would you give parents on how to encourage siblings to have helpful instead of hurtful relationships? <clears throat> I would say the biggest thing outside of like being consistent and like telling them, Hey man, your little sibling is cool. Like you guys are going to be good friends and like being consistent in that, um, is really be patient. And like, there's not a lot parents can do other than like pray and like, other Mm. than like really pray, um, for those relationships, for those relationships to be healthy. And it really starts with the older sibling, I think, um, the older sibling, because the younger sibling wants the approval, the younger sibling wants to be accepted, to be loved, and it, it's the older sibling that has to initiate, it, yeah, extend out the hand, mm-hmm. um, and so really focusing on the older sibling and saying those things of like, and then being patient and being mm-hmm. really patient with them, because it's gonna take it's gonna take time. What would you say, Maddox? I mean, because you're also an older brother, right? Right, and um, I. I 
completely agree. It takes it takes a lot of time, and it may just be like the where they're at in life. It may just be because of their grade level and whatever it is. But I completely agree that it it starts only it starts mainly with the the older sibling because if the older sibling gets it, then he can transfer, and then it's like a ripple effect yeah. that goes through um, with all the members of the family. But it's also trusting him, and like he's he's your son trusting his relationship with Jesus and trusting his walk with the Lord and that, um, it will be okay. And that right. like, um, and also speaking truth into the, the younger sibling. Um, that's still very, very valu- valuable mm-hmm. of speaking just facts about God's love and facts about, um, who he is. And so, it's like yeah. So to wrap up, uh, parents, you know, Maddox, you were gracious to Michael about the younger days. Michael will probably agree with this, but I mean, Michael was a bit of a brat yeah. to, to you <laughs> as an older sibling, and um, and and it had its it had an impact, a damaging impact. But parents, what's cool about it, and we've seen it with many relationships in our family. It's something you pursue over the life of your family. That when that older sibling does get it, and it does kick in, the the positive effect, the helpful effect outweighs all of the harmful effects. And so now, I mean, you guys really are best friends. I mean, Michael's about to go off to college and it's going to be a tough uh, separation. You know, when a lot of siblings, you know, it's like, oh, wow, brother's going to college, big deal, because I wasn't connected with him in the first place. Well, this is going to be a bit of a challenge when you guys uh, do separate. Um, And so, I love that advice, though, is just to trust and to pursue. Um, I think that another thing I would add to it is, uh, just like with that Dominican trip, is uh, we purposefully create experiences in our family where you guys will be together, not just you guys, but all of our siblings and different siblings. And we, we try to put connections there so it has the opportunity to flourish because it's a big deal, parents. It's a big deal. It's important because if siblings are connected, they can have helpful relationships, relationships that help them become better versus hurtful. And so often with parents, I mean, so often with families, the sibling relationship is so damaging and we need to correct that. And it takes a lot of work. As Michael said, it takes a lot of persistence, a lot of effort, but it's worth it. Parents, thanks for listening today. We are so grateful for you being with us and we hope you enjoyed and got a lot out of today. Thank you boys for being here with us and parents go be crazy. CrazyCoolFamily.com.